The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, February 27, 2020, it is National Cigar Day. And we are live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. It is the prediction show. What will the cigar world look like tomorrow and years from now? Who will buy who? Merge with who? Who will go out of business? Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. It's actually 2021. 2021. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. So have you tried the Cigar of the Year yet? I know there's people that say I've been meaning to try it, so we thought we'd include it in the care package, right? This is part of the Cigar Authority care package, Barry? Yes, sir. All right, so today we're going to do it. We're going to light up the Cigar of the Year. What is it, Barry? Well, today's first cigar is the Perdomo 10th Anniversary Maduro, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Perdomo Cigars. <coughs> the size we're lighting up is a 6x54 Epicure, and it features a six-year-aged Cuban seed Maduro wrapper with binders and fillers also aged six years Nicaraguan. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single cigar will set you back nine nineteen. Why a box is one ninety one ninety nine, which comes out to seventy seven sixty eight per cigar, which is a savings of almost forty dollars or sixteen percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. All right, before we light it up, let's take a look at that band. It's a hell of a band. That is a band, right? That blue color, mm-hmm. the the the, uh, the gold, the way it pops off the band. <clears throat> we're going to get into that uh, because of last week's after show. We were talking about the best bands in the land, um, and we will get to that later on in the show and uh, explain that to our audience on the regular Cigar Authority show. But in the meantime, let's give it a cut and light. And the official cutting is brought to you by, coincidentally, Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So this, uh, first off, feel the weight of the cigar. It's a heavy cigar. Very heavy cigar. Heavy cigar. Densely Uh, packed, yet phenomenal draw. And we know it's going to draw every single time because they draw test every single one of their cigars, including the 10-year anniversary Maduro. Uh, And for somebody that doesn't like very full-bodied cigars, you'd say, let me stay away from the Maduro, not the case when it comes to the 10-year anniversary Maduro. I would say one of the lighter Maduros. Cold draw is a uh, sweet lobster bisque. No. 
I've never had lobster bisque. I don't like lobster. I 100% agree with Jonathan. I do not. Yeah, you do. I do not. Yeah, you do. It sucks, doesn't it? It does suck. It sucks. It sucks big time. Now you know what it's like. (laughs) Oh, I feel so vindicated. We're going to light our cigar today. a brownie. You're a brownie. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Falcon. The Vertigo Falcon features uh, double action. you got to flip the lid yourself, but what do you want? It's a single jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, and the tank is going to seem even more big-ass because of that single jet. It's not burning through a lot of fuel. Easy yeah. adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of $9.99. The slider oh God. will fit right in your coin pocket, which if you don't know what the coin pocket is, it's the pocket on the, the right-hand side of your jeans, a little tiny little spot there that, Designed for the Vertigo Falcon. Well, us old timers think it's a watch pocket for your pocket watch that you I don't got think... when you retired from the railroad. Yeah. I think they may have shown So that the doesn't exist. Coins basically don't exist anymore either. So it is the Falcon pocket. It's the Falcon pocket. The Focket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. My people agree that there's a chocolate on the cold drawer, so. When you say people, do you mean other people who pretended they changed their last name but didn't? Yes. No, Beer and Beards agrees with Barry 100%. 100%. Um, Are cigar companies worth more or less since COVID-19? More. Well, depends on the company, but mostly more. It 100% depends on production. So somebody like Perdomo is absolutely worth more. He was able to rise to the occasion. He had tobacco in reserve for such an occasion and was able to keep up with demand. Yeah. I can't tell you the last time I was out of a Perdomo. But we're out of a lot of things right now. We're out of a lot of things. We but warned you all. Not we told Perdomo. you this day was coming, and you would think the slowdown in the wintertime in the Northeast that would be playing catch-up, but it's not the case. Yeah. Things are tough to get. Companies that have their own factory and their own box factory are meeting the demands. Because box factory is another problem. Companies right? that are relying on other companies are falling short. Yeah. So now, they might uh, be worth less. Also, brand owners that do not have their own factory, mm-hmm. that's been an issue too because the manufacturer is going to take care of their own production before they're going to take care of people that they make cigars for. So I've been seeing that happening now, also. Are you, are you seeing many people shipping bundles instead of boxes? Yes. Because yes. that usually happens once the box factories are behind. Yeah, you do. remember the 90s, right? Early 90s, uh, we were uh, getting stuff in bundles because they couldn't keep up. Listen, with- for me, given the choice, I take the bundle. Yeah, I don't you can't need smoke more the boxes box. to yeah. throw away. Yeah. Yeah, we have to call customers a mail order all the time and let them know, you know, we have bundles right now. The box factories fell behind because of COVID. Most people are understanding. Some people say, oh, you're making that shit up. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not. Yeah, how did we get the bundle in the first place? We didn't order it. We ordered a box, too, and yeah. we paid for a you're, box. You're hoarding all those boxes, Dave. You just take the cigars out, rebundle them, and keep the boxes. No, I wonder if when the box factory's up and rolling or something, they say... Let it go another month or two <laughs> right. because they're saving on it too, but uh, we're all paying for it anyway. But maybe the price increase would have happened sooner. We saw price increases in, again, on something else I told you. In December, uh, we were going to start seeing lots of price increases. We did, but not as much as I thought it was going to be. So uh, 
it could be one of those years where there's two price increases in one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, back again in the day when uh, things like that used to happen. Um, okay, uh, how about online guys? They're worth more money right now. Hundred percent. The dramatic growth Huge. ended up happening there. And how about retailers? Depends if the retailer is doing it right. Yeah. You some are, some are going down. Some are the cream is rising to the top. Right. Once the, again. the the retailers that have been able to order deep are worth more. And right. you know the guys who's had you know he's lucky to have one box in overstock. He's hurting right now because it's taken three four months to get the replacement. Yeah. Yeah. And what'll happen is he's going to learn uh, as I did during the cigar boom. Uh, because I was there before the cigar boom happened, and I had to change my buying habits. They need to change their buying habits, and in the long run, they're going to be better off. Their, their habits will stay that way. And your buying habits changed due to a dear friend who we lost this yes. week. Yes, yeah, Uncle Howard Howie. Smith. Uncle Howie, he was the um, started off as my Villazon general cigar rep. Um, well, Villazon rep, uh, which was Hoy de Monterey and Punch later on. Um, he was a broker, too, and it was sold to General Cigar, and General Cigar kept him on because he was so good, and he was on as a broker. He was getting commission on General Cigar, which was the <laughs> biggest cigar company going, and everybody says he was the highest paid uh, broker ever uh, because of those days. And this isn't meant as a too soon, but he was a dying breed. Yeah, absolutely. there were not. There are not reps like. Thank he you was. for clarifying that. <laughs> yes. You might have got crucified. That yes. was Dave's buddy. <laughs> yeah, listen, they, they don't make him like that anymore. And um, you know, I'm going to miss him a lot. And he, uh, this is what cigars reps were in his day. That uh, you know, they carried two suitcases full of their stuff, mm-hmm. and they came in prepared. Um, he wore a suit and tie. Mm-hmm. Every single day that he went into work. Fixed the case, filled singles. And when General Cigar took him on and he started working for them and went exclusive with them, the next thing you know, he's wearing polo shirts and things like that because they made them. But that's not, he wasn't happy about it. You know, but they had polo shirts with the name of the company on it and stuff. And he he was a strong believer Mm. in you show up. And, you know, I'm doing business. I should look like a businessman, and we're doing business. Uh, actually, my first trade show I went to, because he instilled this in, in me, I dressed up for a trade show mm-hmm. with a tie and the whole bit because here I am going to a first trade show and stuff, and the people weren't like that. It was like, you know, he was, and there were some people still of the old school and stuff. Did, but he said, Did the other kids make fun of you at the trade show? They didn't even talk to me at the beginning. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I Is remember, that worse? It Would was, you it, rather be made fun of? No, I'd rather be left alone. But <laughs> I'm, I'm walking around at nighttime. It was in Chicago, and I leave the hotel, and I'm invited to nothing. Uh, nobody knows who I am. I'm a small retailer anyway, and I'm walking around, and I'm looking for some place to get dinner or something like that, and I bump into him along with three other salespeople that were together, and he goes, where are you going? And I said, ah, I'm just walking around, seeing what's there. He says, come to dinner with us. And I said, no, no, you guys are doing business or whatever. He says, you're coming with dinner with us. Now, now it was not I'm asking you. You're coming to dinner yeah. with us. And we went to Lowry's Steakhouse in Chicago mm-hmm. uh, where they have one item on the menu, which was prime rib. It was unbelievable. What a night it was. And uh, they wouldn't let me pay. And, um, you know, I was a little guy. And I, there's just so many stories I can tell. Right. When I went to Chicago with you, all I got was a hot dog or something. Mm. And you got I to smoke a, a Toscano. We, we had some sort of sloppy... Steak and cheese type of thing. 
And we had it was an Italian beef, I think. Yeah, and then we had a hot dog. And yeah, we had a and a. And a um, oh, you really didn't learn anything from Mister Smith, did you? No, no. Well, we pe- had to do all the stupid things. The that pizza was to. bad. The hot dog was fine. Chicago beef, whatever, it was a mess. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a mess. I mean, I'd, I'd rather have a, a super beef three way than yes, that. yeah. All I heard is you'd rather have a three-way, but yeah, that's how how Barry's brain works, right? Right. So not strong so far, right? We're smoking the Perdomo Maduro, tenth anniversary Maduro. Uh, You'd think it's a strong cigar. It's not. I want you guys to all smoke this cigar and see what it's all about. The word that comes to mind with this is approachable. Anybody can really smoke this. Mm -hmm. I smoke it a lot, and. even when it comes to, he makes Garofalo Maduro for me. I don't smoke Garofalo Maduro. It's too strong. This is the Maduro. Uh, Dave, Ted the- Hughes says, when you say you were a little guy, was that literally or figuratively? <laughs> it was. I, I, I was still a fat guy. But I'm, right. I'm five foot five. I'm a little guy. It's just the weight. I don't mm. know. Just can't do it. Speaking of which, I don't know if you want to talk about this, Barry. Were you- Why, 88 pounds? 88 pounds. Wow. That is Ooh. unbelievable. We're 12 pounds away from a monumental thing here. And then we're going to have cake. Yes. <laughs> it's a really big piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> Put it all back on in one bite. Yeah, yeah listen, it, it's hot as it comes off. It's, it's easier to put on. Yeah. Um, Keep it up, man. Keep going off of it next weekend for a couple of days. Oh, but, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, so he's not going to be here. Yeah. Next week, you're not going to be here. On the show? He's not going to be on the show. He's going to be out eating somewhere. My wife's oh, no. 50th birthday, so. Huh. Do you think See if you can do the right things. Are we going to do the show without him? We are. Oh, all right. Yeah, the show must go on. The show must, and this show must go on. Uh, as much as I want it to uh, happen, there's usually repercussions that happen from a show like this. Uh, so I'm going to start off with the warning. Warning, what you're about to hear is made up. This is hypothesis, which is educated guessing based on what has happened in the past and um, knowing the players within the industry, it is made up. But well, at the you, same you time, you hear a lot from a lot of different sources, and then you kind of pull that all together and make up outrageous stories. Right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> just educated guessing as it is. I have fun doing it. I've always done it, even before I've had a show, trying to figure out almost like the war room <coughs> of, okay, these, these people come in here, they'll end up taking over this thing, and then this is going to end up happening. Um, And I swear, sometimes, when I say some of these things, I have instigated some of these sales, some of these things that have happened. Um, I say, I swear it happens. I've heard little things of somebody saying a little something, not patting me on the back and saying it happened because of it. Certainly no checks have ever cleared uh, (laughs) because of it, but um, I think... um, I think we got something here, and uh, you guys chime in anytime you want as you hear it. Um, you know, the other one that sometimes happy, uh, happens is you get a strong denial and anger. Yes. And then six months later, it comes true yeah. anyway. I have one guy out there not talking to me anymore <laughs> um, because of something that was said, and uh, I stand behind what, what was said. But anyway... Uh, this is not. I don't stand behind anything that I'm about to say because this is all this is all made up. So conspiracy theories, predictions, educated guesses into the future of the cigar business. 2021, the biggest get bigger, the year of consolidation. And I've said consolidation before. You've seen some of it. Uh, some of these things, unfortunately, happen um, as 
we're waiting for the show to end up happening. So I may have to move this up to the first of the year uh, because that's typically when some of these actions take place, either the very end of the year because of taxation of let's make the sale happen at the end of the year, depending where they are, or at the beginning of the year or depending when their calendar year is. So uh, first guy I'm going to start with is the very tippity-top. It's uh, General Cigar. General Cigar is a subsidiary of Scandinavian Tobacco Group, that's STG. They're a publicly held multi-billion dollar company with over 200 brands in 143 countries. Last year, they bought Agio. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, they paid $210 million for it. $210 million for something. Those little, uh, little teeny Agio cigars, right? Royal, Royal Agios and uh, some of the premiums. Um, and consider themselves the artist of acquisition, General Cigar. The hmm. artist of acquisition. And 2021 will be no different. So here's what I see in the crystal ball. Gurkha. We know Gurkha cigars. Mm-hmm. Yep. They had to be sold to General Cigar, Scandinavian Tobacco. Uh, from what I understand, the deal has been in the works for a long period of time. Uh, it almost happened, and then it backed off, and there's lots of little issues that ended up happening. Uh, I expected that to happen before. If you listen back to last year, I said it was going to happen. It didn't. And I say it gets Ka- done. Kaiser got in a little trouble. Yep. They did a little bit of a touchy Yeah, it was a subject. Red, it was a hot potato there for a little yep. bit. And um, I think it's... Now they've been super, super quiet. Almost yep. don't really notice them. Yep. So uh, remember General Cigar. General Cigar owns Cigars International, Cigar.com, and a whole bunch of online direct-to-consumer sites. Uh, Gurkha is one of those brands. So they, uh, they sell a lot of it. They might as well acquire it um, so that it doesn't go to their competitors. <clears throat> That's what I think happens there, as does Alec Bradley. Alec Bradley, another big online, uh, although they're, well, they're, they're, they're both. Both, uh, they're, yeah. they're both. Um, I, I see um, General Cigar acquiring them too. Uh, again, strictly. I uh, think it's just going to be the Alec Bradley brands on that one, but his son's brands will remain yeah. their own entity. Why would they set up a second thing? Yes. Absolutely. I, when something mm-hmm. like that happens, I go, why would they set this up as a different company? That's because the other one's <laughs> going to go and let, let's set these kids up. This is the win win. If, if Alan Rubin decided he was going to end up selling his company, and his kids were like, oh, Dad, I thought we were going to end up taking it from there. Well, this is an awful lot of money, and I I think we have to do this. Let's start you now Mm -hmm. with your own thing. Build it up a little bit, and you'll be just fine. Um, Speculation, though, speculation. Um, A.J. Fernandez, Mm -hmm. another one. And this could go a bunch of different ways, but I think the place that it does go to is Scandinavian tobacco. It's more for, for the production than yeah, anything else. Yeah, that's exactly it. They need they need to spruce up their production. Because they can't make enough cigars. Right. So here's a, a big factory that produces. They also have leaf operation. It either goes to them or it goes to Altadas, but I think uh, General has the uh, would outbid to try to end up getting it. It's, it's more in theirs. And then they aut- automatically end up getting all A.J. Fernandez plus the production well, for everybody that he makes cigars Right, for. and he's already <clears throat> got collaborations with them, right? Yep, along, along with other people, too. Yeah. He's been playing a pretty smart that he, he, he's, he plays we'll with play all with of everybody. them. with everybody. And yeah. then he's, he's going to ramp up the uh, number. And I, I think this guy makes a killing at that point. And if he still wants to stay on, they keep him on because he's mm-hmm. the name of the brand. It yeah. happened to Ernesto Carrillo. 
that he did that with uh, General Segal bought him. But, you know, I would speculate if they set up to sign all the documents, he'll be late. You know, he's not going to show up <laughs> on time. Possible. I mean, he might not show up at all. Because that happened. 12 o'clock <laughs> signing and show up at 10 to 2. Yeah. I don't know why, but if it's yeah. possible that happened. So what do you think so far? I have no I have, problems yeah, with any of these. I have no problems with that. <clears throat> okay. 2020 saw the sale of Altadis uh, from Imperial Tobacco to the undisclosed uh, corporation, which is a China corporation, and then actually splitting in two, that somebody has the Habano side, somebody has the U.S. side. Uh, that, ha- that option had to happen after the fact. It did. So actually, there's somebody that owns... Uh, corporation, I believe it's the same people. Again, speculation. They did. There's nothing proven on it, but I think I have my my facts straight on that. That one person owns both, but it's two different corporations. Therefore, it's a legal entity in the United States, which it wasn't. Um, I see 2021 um, Altadas growing as a distribution company, not a production company. If you saw things that Altadas was doing. Again, they had the largest cigar factory in the Dominican Republic, yet they used to have A.J. Fernandez making cigars for them, and and my father's cigars making cigars for them, and all these different people. And I think they see that the distribution of the, of the cigars more than the growing or the um, manufacturing of the cigars is where they shine. Um, so so they doesn't get- that make them ripe for the picking, not so much to be in acquisition mode. If they're going to be a distribution hub. so now they continue distribution. They add distribution to it. They start distributing. Maybe they say something to uh, some companies that I believe are weak when it comes to distribution. A.J. Fernandez is a perfect example. Mm -hmm. Great tobacco maker. Great uh, uh, farm guy. But when it comes to distributing his own brands, he's terrible at it. Imagine Altadas saying, we will now distribute your brand for you. Very, very possibility, and assuming str- that doesn't end up And happening. a strong in-house marketing team. Correct. Are there any players big enough to look at Altadis and say, okay, I want that? Well, the biggest <clears throat> player bigger than them is General Cigar, and I think the play ends up being Altadis. Again, I believe the China Corporation bought them for Habanos only, the um, the the because there was talk there was talk that there was some deals behind the scenes being brokered of it was going to be sold and split off immediately and sold again and immediately could be two three years it's right still but immediate. It, it it sounded it sounded rumor wise that there was there was going to be the other buyer at the table things were going to yeah. be signed and then signed over well kind of kind of happened that it would end up being it one person bought it and then sold it to the other corporation which they own that too. But now I think I'll, they have that other corporation that can now sell that split-up piece of prop, property, which is Altadis USA, and who could possibly buy them? I think the only one is General Cigar. So maybe an A.J. Fernandez ends up saying, let me go to distribution to them, and then later on you plan on buying, and I don't know if it, it carries on into that deep as I'm going, but Altadis eventually... And I say eventually, three years, sells to General Scar, and that's if the government allows something like that to happen because now you're you're talking kind of monopolizing. Is it, though? I mean, you got Swisher. You got, I mean, all the 
sort of middle tier brands, the that'll be the odd Perdomos, the Padrones. Yeah, I think if that happens, it becomes the fire starter for the Jenkins Act and the cigar industry to be tied together. Yeah, that becomes something. So uh, that is General Altadas, but back to your mention of the other big player in there is Swisher International. And there is a, um, that is a U.S. owned, um, family owned company. As big as they are, that is a, uh, a U.S. entity that's a family. They've got money. They could buy Altadas. They have maybe the most U.S. money that there is. They're the ones that bought Drew Estate. So we look at Swisher as Drew Estate when it comes to the premium market, but Drew Estate, I mean, Swisher is the company, not not Drew Estate. Swisher is much larger than than the Drew Estate, uh, probably 100 times larger than the Drew Estate. Swisher actually is the largest cigar manufacturer of all. Uh, they bought Drew Estate in 2014. What do they do, especially if activities like this are going on? Um, History tells me they don't sit back. Uh, they got into the premium cigar market. So what do they do? Um, they need to, they need other products. They bought Drew Estate because they felt like Drew Estate was getting the younger new cigar smoker onto an acid as opposed to for years. And Ed Sullivan, you know, our, uh, us growing up, the first cigars a younger person would smoke was a Swisher. Yeah. Later on, the next generation comes in, and it wasn't Swisher anymore. It was acid. Acid. So they although, bought them. Although you and I, I don't think we're Swisher. We were Garcia Vega. Right, right. Non-flavored because yeah. we didn't like it. But Swisher is the champion when yeah, it comes to that. No doubt. Now, if you look into the premium market, I would say if it's not acid, who is their direct competitor when it comes to that industry? And I think it becomes Miami Cigar. Tatiana uh, is the biggest rival. Yeah, and rival. it's pennies on the dollar now. It would have been a better time to sell five years ago before all the flavor bands started to go in. I don't think it's as attractive, but I think Miami's more willing to sell at this point because their cash cow is being seriously hurt. Yeah, it, it would be uh, – they could possibly be out of business if they ended up losing that, the, you know the numbers, and you shouldn't share it. No, and I'm not asking you to share it, but it's the big part of their business, right? Huge part, yeah. Um, so for that reason, Swisher buys Miami Cigar, and you see Miami Cigar does not have a sales staff anymore. Is there something going on? When I've saw this in the past that somebody gets rid of their sales staff, it's usually to for a year or two to build up an EBITDA number, yep. earnings before taxes and interest. The easiest way to do that is cut expenses. Yes. That goes to the bottom line. The bottom line gets a multiple. That multiple becomes a large number, and that's the way to sell it. That's how I'm envisioning, so you understand my look of this. So I say Miami Cigar goes to Drew Estate. Toscano. Toscano is out of Miami Cigar now mm-hmm. because um, they are not going to have boots in the ground, and Tos- uh, Toscano needs uh, something. They need a distributor. They right now are distributing their own stuff. It's going to be tough. That's a tough play. So maybe somebody looks at them as we'll distribute it for you. And if there's somebody that would do it, I think it would be a mistake for them to do it. Mm -hmm. But it would be Swisher that would say, okay, you have a flavor component to this too. We might as well control you at the very least. What about? I don't think Toscano goes with someone like Swisher. I think if they went someplace... If there was a, a distribution company, it's Jay Cortez Oliva. 
where there's no competitive brand or that goes a, against that or in their about portfolio. General's new spinoff. The, mm. What was the name of that company? I can never remember the name of it. F- forged. Forged. Maybe Forged, that's one of the companies that they take on for distribution because they've been openly saying they're looking to add brands for distribution. I believe that's Altadas in general and Swisher. All these bigger guys, you see that these things end up happening, that they all end up, you know, one does one thing and the other ones have to follow. We saw that when they started buying online companies and everything. So um, I think we see that. Is there a value to a... Perdomo, a Rocky Patel, or a Padrone making an acquisition of someone like Altadis? Hmm. No. Let's say they're all roughly the same, and just for round numbers, the $50 million that they're making, they can leverage that against a banknote and go 10 times that. No. No? I don't think so. I, I think it's going to be the, the the guys at the very top playing that kind of game. And these other guys are going to be, it, it's not even fair to call them boutique anymore because they're so large. But then the next tier down. Sure, they're the is, next tier is, down. Which, which but that's, wouldn't that be a way for someone like uh, Perdomo or Padron to really make their mark in the industry and say, It'd okay. It'd be big. If one of them did it, they would now become number four for sure, and they would be in with the. So Does the Chinese company care about Altadis? Do they? No. Are they? No, they want to get rid of it. So, I can't. See, I don't think so. I can't see Perdomo adding a company that with another name because everything's all about. Yeah, his, everything's Perdomo about his family history. Yeah, Rocky Patel's all Rocky Patel. Yeah. These are individual people, but if they want to become the, they want to take the next step up. I mean, how far can you go? The next step up is have other people's brands. Um, But here's the hook here that happens here. If what I said ends up happening, now Swisher's a monster. They're a monster anyway, but now they're a monster in in the premium end of it also. Their reason for doing it is the same reason for the other guys building a company and building their EBITDA number. Swisher now sells out to Philip Morris. Does Philip Morris want anything to do with the cigar industry? They no, want, they'll liquidate it. They, they want Swisher Sweets. <laughs> yeah. They, that's they, all they right. want. They they wanted Nat Sherman yep. for Nat Sherman and threw the rest away. Because whenever you went to the to halls of the Senate and whatever, Philip Morris came in and they undermined and, everything we've ever correct. done. They don't want it. They're the biggest enemy but of the cigar world. There's one thing they want. They own um, that other cigarette, um, Cigar. They own um, Middleton's. Mm-hmm. The number one selling domestic cigar in the world is Middleton's. The number two is Swisher. So that's their competitor in there. They're not getting rid of Middleton's. No. They want that. Their biggest competitor becomes Swisher. They buy the whole Swisher company for Swisher, try to sell off the other stuff. Or, or dump it. Or dump it, like just as they did. Mm-hmm. Or just dump it. It's insane for us as regular people to, to understand. No, it's a the, liability on their sheet. Co- correct. It's not an asset. Correct. And, and that's all they want. But Swisher makes these moves to build their EBITDA number, and they're going to sell for more and force them to buy something they don't even want. But the numbers are the numbers. That's how these things are sold, and they are, they're able to do it. And they may even keep acid. God damn it. I didn't even think about Philip Morris. You threw a monkey <laughs> wrench in my works over here. So Philip Morris could be a big play here. And then 
At that point, does Philip Morris, this is the uncertainty of it, and I think not, but I'm going to say it anyway, does Philip Morris go direct-to-consumer? Because these other guys are direct-to-consumer. All their competitors at that point are direct-to-consumer. Mm-hmm. Swisher is not direct-to-consumer yet. They want it in, believe me. They have made offers, and they tried to get in. They just got outbidded by other people. But does Philip Morris want direct-to-consumer? Because you see the big companies, I mean, Apple, uh, Tesla, all these got people... Big companies. It increases their bottom line, so they would want it. Although it's a it's a pain in their ass of um, you know uh, they make a hundred million dollars. It's, it's just a rounding error. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Of, speaking of rounding errors, we should go to break and. Uh... All right, let's go to break. And when we come back, uh, I got a lot more companies to get to, and uh, we have the best band in the land to talk about. The best band. This is one of them right here that we're smoking. This is the Perdomo 10th Anniversary of Maduro. I put a little pack together of the best bands in the land. We're talking cigar bands. We'll talk about that, and we'll continue our conspiracy theory. Stick around. You don't want to miss this. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet. 
but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar-making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking the Perdomo 10th anniversary Maduro. It is the 2020 Cigar of the Year. Great cigar and a great band. And we're talking about mergers and acquisitions and the future of the cigar industry. Welcome back. On the after show last week, uh, we just got together and we talked about the best-looking cigar bands that, that are out there available uh, around there still today. We even looked back in the old days and stuff, but we came up with a uh, top 10 best-looking cigar bands. Uh, I'll share with you right now in no particular order. We could figure that out time, sometime, too, and maybe have a little contest and um, or a little bracket system. Oh, yeah? Can you do a bracket system with 10? Not really. Yeah, it has to be an even number, so 10 would work. I think it has to be a 12, right? So that, cause then we're yeah, because you'd be, be yeah. down to five yeah, to start. Right. You just so, have bye weeks. You have a bye <laughs> week like, like they do in football. Uh, Opus X. Opus X um, is a great cigar band, yeah. and we all mm-hmm. agree to that. Uh, I think everybody ended up picking that. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, on the Padron side, the best band they ever had was the Padron 50th Anniversary. Comes in now and then yep. for uh, the people that got the Humidor. Beautiful band, uh, Nelson Alfonso. Yep. It's the Humidor that. edition. Yep. yep. Uh, La Galera Maduro. Uh, nice cigar band. Uh, so we included that. And the Diamond Crown Maximus. Even above the Diamond Crown um, regular brand, but the Maximus is really special looking as far as a band goes. Um, Neanderthal, uh, as as small of a band that is, it's truly unique. Of it's the band under the band that makes it special. Yeah, with yeah. the hieroglyphics. Yeah, and the embossing on the, the white yeah. band. Very very different product there. Sober Mesa, Sober Mesa, beautiful band that's on there. Um, uh, with Steve Saka, the gold in there, really classy. Uh, as far as Davidoff goes, we said the Winston Churchill. The Winston Churchill. Uh, the silhouette of Winston. Yeah, Charlie identifiable. Yep. 
Uh, Fratello, very unique band that he's the first guy I think ever. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen many mm-hmm. that have done it now. When, when you see somebody copy somebody else, that's because it was a good idea. Um, that Fratello one is, is a standout when you look at that in the humidor. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't take it away from Atabay. Uh, very elegant, top of the line. Yes, does that look uh, kind of similar to the Cohiba Bihike? Yes, it's not a ripoff. It's the same guy who did that. Yeah, and it's supposed to because it tells the whole story. Correct, right. It's a connection to it. And the Perdomo 10th Anniversary Medora that was smoking here. So we put a group of these cigars together, um, and we're going to sell it all as one pack. So those 10 cigars, um, $159.99 and free shipping. So if anybody wants that, how do they see that, Barry? They go over to the CigarAuthority.com. On the right-hand side, there's a graphic. Or you can go to TwoGuysCigars.com, and on the first rotator picture is the best bands in the land. Click it. It'll take you to the product page. Make your purchase. And then, then I'm going to say, after you've had the purchase, you're looking at the, at the cigars. And the, the cigars are all great cigars to begin mm-hmm. with. It's not just the band. But then tell us... Uh, Send an email to us and let us know of just the people that purchased it what the best band in the land is, and uh, maybe we can do something with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there, there's some rarities in it. It's not easy to get the Opus or the 50th. Right, right, and 159. All top of the line cigars, uh, but more importantly, uh, in this, uh, it was about the look of the band. And uh, look at it. We have those that are watching on either YouTube or uh, Facebook. You can actually see a picture of it. Uh, that's a beautiful set. I mean, you want that in your humidor. That looks nice. Yeah, you know, one thing I noticed when putting this together, all the cigars with really good bands tend to be expensive cigars. Yeah. Well, the bands are expensive to make. Yeah. They are. So what a shame to get a crappy cigar and put a good band <laughs> on it, right? That, that wouldn't be good. It happens. It does. It does. But uh, not in this group. Okay, let's, uh, let's move on to where we left off, which was um, at Miami Cigar. Miami Cigar is distributing La Aurora. That's uh, La Aurora brand, Leona Menez. Um, they still are distributed by Miami Cigar, but I think um, they're not going to see what they expect to see without sales reps, is Correct. my guess. And La Aurora tries to find somebody to distribute for them. They go to either the three big ones that I mentioned or Villiga because there's an association there with the person in charge of the U.S. sales. Right. Right. So that's a possibility. But I think they set it up with hiring Willie Maranti this week to be the brand ambassador. They now have somebody stateside that could slide into another company. Willie Willie was our rep, and he was – uh, doing sales down there. And he too. shows how important reps were because between Jess Levine, who worked for Miami, and Willie Marante, it became a dead brand here in the Northeast until Willie came up from Florida every couple of months, hit the ground hard, and you now see both brands all over New England. Without the rep, it's good, those which cigars is, which are going to disappear. happening right now. Right, it's going to disappear. It's going to disappear again. So they're going to have to make a move most likely. Maybe they stay. I mean, there is such a thing as loyalty, especially back in the old days. Yep. Guillermo uh, and Nesta go very far back. Yeah. Um, but I think it either goes to General Altada Swisher, one of the big ones for distribution purposes, or um, he goes to Villiga because of his relationship there. But I think they make a move. Uh, La Polina. Uh, another interesting uh, thing that's out there that they've had some highs and lows. Uh, they need to make a move. They've never been good at the distribution end of it uh, either. Uh, 
So I think Villiga might be um, the next spot for them if Villiga becomes a distribution company. So La Polina's sales offices are in Naples. Rocky Patel is in Naples. Does Rocky Patel acquire La Polina? Is there a connection there with between a no? Just the locality that they're both there in Naples. There aren't a lot of people on the the southern Gulf Coast of Florida. That's how the whole China deal with Cuba happened. They were so close to each other. <laughs> yeah, in the globe. You know, I think Rocky just built a bigger warehouse because he's growing. I don't know about his a- acquisition thing. He, he's never acquired anybody. All want, these years. I want Perdomo to buy something. By the way, happy birthday to Rocky Patel. Turned 60 this week. Ah, happy birthday, Rocky. He's, he's, six he's old. old like you now. He is huh? the same. He caught up to me. I knew eventually it was going to happen. He did. Yeah. Now he's going to surpass me because he goes, gets ahead of everybody <laughs> for one reason or another. Um, in 2016, Jay Cortez, another European giant, bought Oliva cigars. In 2021... Uh, Oliva to buy an online giant is what I had down on my notes. They have. Uh, it happened. Um, again, one of these things of I have it down that it's going to happen. And um, truly, it was supposed to be someone else. And uh, for, for whatever reason, and uh, I hope I didn't have something to do with that. Um, but they ended up going with Cigar. Um, Page, yes, Cigar Page, um, and the owner of Cigar Page was used to be the owner of Cigars International. He was mm. bought out. He starts up again, and he's building up, and the next thing you know, Oliva buys them. So Oliva is now direct-to-consumer, um, along with uh, General Cigar, Altadas, Ashton. Um, so it's, it's another... Bad one for us brick and mortars that our competitors are our suppliers. I don't like that. Davidoff is another one. So what ends so, up happening? So now will Oliva try to undercut their already undercut prices that are yeah, appearing? How low, in how low can you go? <laughs> I know. The question there. How low can you go? They were already I know. blowing them out cheap on mail order companies. So, and, and frankly, I don't think they do that great of a job. Um, they, their whole sales thing is low prices of deals and things. Uh, I don't know how, if they've really built up a, a brand of loyalty. No. Take, take away the big major discounting that goes on, I think. They're, they're brand killers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there they are. They're, they're a U.S. entity, and what ends up happening to them? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm having second guesses on my note that I wrote here, but Oliva is a, is a big brand, and the person I haven't seen by anybody in quite a while who was in acquisition mode and maybe it starts up again by it's Davidoff I just got a, a, a message from an industry somebody with knowledge of the inside industry yeah and uh, some of the reps for La Polina started with Rocky Patel so there's already a connection well they left him because he, maybe the locality of what if they went for a national sales meeting and drove down the street and jumped ship. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a negative thing, but yeah, I mean, traditionally for companies outside of the cigar industry that are doing acquisitions, a lot of companies take the approach: you really have to get the the company well merged before you go get more. You know, because you create a lot of chaos yeah. if you're doing them too quickly. Well, so. we, we saw Davidoff do it with Camacho and Cusano 
almost at the same time. Yeah, now they've probably been trying to merge that all these years. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Barry, you worked for Miami Cigar, and now you work for Dave, so that means ah, Dave is buying Miami, Miami Cigar. Cigar. Ah. Because huh. it's just convenient. You see him weekly. Or maybe he's buying La Aurora, and he gets his own factory in the Dominican Republic. Oh, yeah. Neither are true at all, <laughs> or even would be considered. Um, Oliva sells off to Davidoff I have here. And um, Davidoff acquires Jay Cortez and yeah. Oliva? Yeah. Yep. You get that on your notes? I'm adding it. Okay. And Cigar Aficionado is sold. Who buys that? Unknown sources. Later to be found, it is Davidoff. Huh. That's pretty wild. Somebody buys them. Somebody buys them. How about Steve Saka? Maybe he's <laughs> oh, they wouldn't even sell it to him. <laughs> He'll finally get his cigars reviewed. They, they wouldn't even sell it to him if he wanted to. So here's um, some stunning, crazy moves uh, nobody saw coming. Um, I think um, you're talking Rocky Patel acquiring somebody. I don't think he's acquiring the big, big boys, but one step down, somebody more in his, his league is Padron. Ah, see, I had Perdomo buying Padron. I'm going to hmm. put this down here. Rocky Patel acquires Padron. Fuente has this one. This is a crazy. Are you going to do your normal Fuente, Ashton, my father, Tatuaje, J.C. Newman? Is that the no, every no, year? It's kind of, <laughs> but I think Fuente sells the shares of Ashton and Holtz back to Holtz and breaks up the partnership, hmm. gets out of it. He does quite the opposite. Well, they're having a hard time supplying cigars right now. There's a lot of stuff on back order hmm. throughout the country. Yeah. So Fuente gets out from underneath Ashton. Uh, Casada sells. To it, Michael Herklotz? To Michael Herklotz. Hmm. To Michael Herklotz, uh, who was formerly Nat Sherman, started his company. Now he's, he's there. He not only acquires the Nat Sherman names now mm-hmm. that he has, he actually start, does the factory, takes the factory. And, you know, it is a big factory, but he makes a smaller version of the same factory within that factory uh, and handles his own stuff. And now, as it gets going, then he can make cigars for other people and stuff. But I know, uh, I believe that they're in um, the uh, funding stages right now yep. of uh, getting mm-hmm. people to fund. They get enough funding or something that becomes on their plan. Mm-hmm. I'm making this up, guys, but that becomes their plan, mm-hmm. and they end up getting a factory well, because it would be the natural The step. chat room predicts that you will sell two guys to Jim Collison. Mm. <laughs> I don't think Jim Collison could do it. Maybe not. Maybe not, but... If he, if he would, let's talk to him. Also, but, uh, <laughs> Everything has a price. It's a big number, though. It's yeah. a big number. It's, big. it's uh, big. See, I think Perdomo should have an interest in someone like Padron because he could instantly double his production. Two factories. He could roll that right in there, absorb another family legacy. He buys who? Perdomo buys Padron. It's right across the street. You know, maybe he enough. could... Teach the Padron rollers to apply the caps better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. The person that buys that, first off, that's going to go for the top dollar, right? It's got to be somebody that thinks they can do a better job with that product. You're biting his tongue. He's biting his tongue. 
Uh, last one I hear, hear on, the, on the crazy stuff is Indian Head, who is Hochi Blanco, La Galera Cigars. They buy La Flor Dominicana. I, we might have mentioned that mm-hmm. last year on the prediction okay. show, and I think that's a slam dunk. Yeah. Just a matter of when. Yep. As crazy as it seems, I have a lot more crazier, but let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head gets a sex change as Hasbro is removing the Mr. Monica from the toy, creating a gender-neutral toy to be more inclusive. What's next? Putting Barbie's head on a Ken doll to appease the transgender community? Moving forward, Iron Man will now be known as Iron, Mr. Clean, just as clean, and, well, Mr. Jonathan, from this moment on, you're just Jonathan. And that's not only insane, it's Asylum. Now, it's an Mr. awful long way around to bust my balls there, Barrett. <laughs> now, Mr. Potato Head never had, like, naughty bits to attach, right? So it's just and plus, a- there was a Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah, yeah. Now, it'll be just Potato Head. And Mr. Potato Head used to smoke a pipe. Do you remember that? Yep, they got rid well, of the pipe. I remember that. I was in the cigar business when they, big thing, we got to get rid of this. It's not right for the kids to, uh, for it to have a pipe, and I, they got rid of it. I think it was even before our time, Dave, when you used a real potato for Mr. Potato. Yeah, Head. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that predates us even. Yeah. And the Just snowman had a pipe. things into a potato. Yep. <laughs> snowman had a pipe. Yeah. Um, even the, the snowman on. Even Frosty the Frosty, snowman, right? Yeah. yeah. With that a corn cob pipe, pipe and yeah. a button nose. Yeah. They're going to get rid of that. Let's mm-hmm. not forget about Popeye. Oh, yeah. yeah. He could breathe underwater with his pipe. <laughs> yeah, all these things will go away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, upcoming shows on the Sky Authority uh, next week. Uh, we're celebrating uh, in a big way. We're going to blow it up. No Barry. No Barry and the Irish car bomb. I wish I could say I'll miss you guys, but... Here we go. Are we going to drink Irish car bombs while we're... Uh, I might have to drive from up... uh, Yes, we can. Let's do that. All right. Just to upset Barry. Yeah, now I might have to drive from uh, the White Mountains of New Hampshire. Uh, You're going to be drinking while you're up there. Yeah, I'll probably be wickedly hungover. Uh, Following week, cigar vocabulary. We're going to get into... uh, You want to learn something? You're going to learn the words that you don't know what we're talking about uh, or how how to pronounce them or spell them. Uh, We should be great. We we probably won't get to that. You should give me the list and we'll create pronunciation keys on the screen. Not for our listeners, but to help you. Right. Maybe maybe I could find some online ones and just play those. The uh, following week, we're going to get into the new flavors on the cigar wheel. Finally, we're going to branch that off. And uh, March 27th, our 11th anniversary show. If you're anywhere near Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, where we have Studio 21, uh, you're welcome to come join us. And um, that will be March 27th. Last year, we were going to do a big, big party. Mm-hmm. It was all planned of what we were going to do. And COVID came in. We weren't allowed to have anybody in the studio. Uh, this ain't going to be that big 10th are, anniversary are we show. Gonna, but we while they're talking about whether we're continuing or we're just continuing? We're continuing. All right. Yeah, we're continuing, uh, despite 
some of the crazy things that's going to go on, unless somebody's going to buy somebody's podcast, and we can't continue. I mean, we we could start I, I rumors. I, I don't think I'm ever going to sell two guys, but would I sell the Cigar Authority? I think the Cigar Authority, relatively speaking, is a better money maker for you. For for the expenses. amount of time, yeah, yeah, right? I mean, they would have to keep us on as paid employees because why? Yeah, they if would. you get rid, if you get rid, you could call the show, you know, poop in a bucket, and people would still listen because of this, the banter. So, so we sell so it. high and opinion of yourself, the, there, we, Barrett's. We we get rid of this if there were sell it, and we start the poop in a bucket podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would say if you put, you know, the same. 50 or 60 hours a week into this show. Imagine what you can All right. throw it into. Nick Miller, start saving your pennies. You and Gator. Yes. Make Dave an offer. I heard their show this week, and they're still... They're, they're still doing it? A little bit a little bit less, so but they, listen, they're they, funny. They can sell their own show. They can sell their show. By the way, Jonathan's referring to Cigar Pulpit. Yes. Correct, yeah. yeah. Good, yeah. good guys. Good they guys. are good guys. Good guys. I think I'm going to be back on in the uh, late spring, early summer. With them. All right. Nick, uh, have me on before then. He always gets to go first. It's uh, bullshit. Jim Collison says he'll buy just the podcast. Yeah? Although a lot of people in the chat room don't want you to sell to Jim Collison. Oh, so then he can't buy. Then he can't buy. <laughs> well, the first thing he would do is get rid of the cowbell. <laughs> right. 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 He did not want to get rid of it. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He had the audio of it, and uh, that's for you, Jim. Um, Leaf by Oscar to sell to Oscar Valadares. The guy that makes it. Is that even a thing? <laughs> it's a thing. Who cares? We're not at a level at that point. I don't think it matters. And then Oscar sells it to Arganosa Leaf because it's this confusion of the leaf. Yes. And there's actually another leaf cigar out there. And I'm going to meet with the guy not next week, the following week. And we'll see what the hell's going on with the, the fourth leaf cigar. You got Arganosa hmm. Leaf, Leaf by Oscar, the Oscar. And now the leaf. Oh. So it's enough of this stuff. I think it has to be all put together. And I think Aganosa leaf has got the money to then do it. Then you got veal Oscar, too. Veal Oscar. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's delicious. Delicious. Crown heads to sell to Ace Prime. Hmm? The handle and the distribution or something's going on something there? there? I believe so. Something's going on there. <laughs> something's going on there. So I see something. I see something. Uh, uh, Vic Anderson said he will subscribe to your poop show. Thanks, Vic. I got uh, Cigar Rights of America to acquire, get acquired by PCA, but the problem is that they're bleeding out PCA right now. They yeah. lost a couple of million dollars last year. The loss of the trade show is killing show, them. Killing them. Uh, so that, that's been sitting there for the longest time. Glenn Loop now is working for them as a consultant for PCA. Mm which is good on that side that they got somebody there. So I, I think instead of them buying it, they just took the guy. Why not just <laughs> merge the two and call well, it a day? That, that was supposed to happen. It, it was It was not. They kind that, of are already. I mean, all the press releases are, are joint press releases. The, the whole problem is the money right now mm. for PCA. Jeez, you got, you got to feel bad that um, they ran into some problems, and now on top of it, there's no money. And um, if, if, the, if the trade show goes on, which they believe, not only is that going to go on, the May one for uh, TPE. Yeah, TPE is, already it, said it's happening. It's happening. Hmm. So if that happens in May, then, then the July one has, has to happen. As somebody vaccinated, I'm willing to go to TPE on your behalf. 
Yeah? You willing to go? You couldn't even finish work after the second shot. (laughs) What if you stub your toe? Yeah, I wound up with uh, fever and chills, which is a common side effect, but Mm -hmm. I went into work, started the day, didn't finish it, but... Okay. All right. um, My thought here was that PCA was in such trouble, there was rumblings of another trade show getting organized, Mm. and that was happening behind the scenes, and this thing hasn't ended, and... That has not been formed. I thought I'd have information on that. Should happen in Miami. Was talk about it. It was talk about it. Um, Perdomo to launch or buy a cigar accessory company. Ah, Orleans Group. You could buy them. They're right there in the Miami area. The one he should buy is Vertigo, though. Um, Christoph to buy a small Nicaraguan brand and their own production. Christoph is the next moving up company to go into the next stage. They could go into the next stage now. They've been around for a long time. They're steady. They're slow and steady. A Nicaraguan factory would do them well. I mean, like the Vengeance and yep. Christoph. Well, yeah, they could go based after. Based on the names, they should be Nicaraguan made. They could go after Romacraft, acquire him, and then boom, they got it. I don't think Skip sells. I mean, it's not a money thing for him. Okay, always a, a price for everything, and everything has a price. Why haven't they done it yet, Mergers? My father, Cigars, Tatuaje. Why haven't they done it yet? They're in Miami now. They're both yeah. operating the same thing, and they have double the cost. I don't understand it. I scratch my head all the time. I say it happens in 2021. I say it happens. Um, Aroa, CLE, and Eladino. Yeah. Why? I flat they- out asked them both, yeah. and they... They both scared it. So it's it, be makes me, it makes me think that that's happening because they're not saying absolutely not. They're both saying, eh, eh, eh. What if Tom Lazuka leaves CLE and goes to Aladino? <laughs> oh, God. He, no, he's got a piece of the action, right? Corojo Reserve now comes in an 80 ring gauge. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, I, I think those 14 those plants two. worth of Corona. Those two are going to happen, I, I think. They're crazy not to. Why haven't they happened yet? I don't know. Final thoughts here on my half-smoking. I, I, could, so go, I could go another it, hour. It's getting rave reviews in the chat room. People are really enjoying this one. Cocoa meets espresso. You've got a, a great complement of the, a little bit of the sweet, a little bit of the bitter. It's phenomenal. The draw is exceptional. The burn line and we always talk crisp. Up- about you know the mascara line is yes. referred to with the combustion line. This is the thinnest of any cigar on the you market. Know, you know he ages his tobacco, especially on, on a Maduro. Yeah. And I gotta uh, go with Jonathan's approachable. Right, this isn't a mild cigar. You wouldn't call it mild, right. but it's much milder than the other Perdomo. I think Maduros. it's as mild as Perdomo. It All right, is. let's get into a fight. One to ten. What's the strength? Four. Six. See, I'm thinking. I was thinking five or six. Uh, I was going five, so we're we're getting there. Uh, you guys are getting there. No, you finally come over to our side. <laughs> no, I'm telling you what it is. No. And uh, <laughs> and it, it, it's, it, it's under ten dollars. It's a nine dollar cigar for phenomenal value. And and it burns so slow, you can get two hours out of this thing. 
It's a great value. Were we the only ones that said this was the cigar of the year? I did believe other people so. say this? It, it, we were the only one, I believe. And uh, everybody got it wrong. Some, you know, another well-known blogger reached out, said we got it right, but then he named something else. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got it right. Yeah. We got it right. I mean, mm. and, and the sales of this thing, even beforehand, were astronomical. Crazy. Now it's crazy. Crazy. Crazy seller. If he doesn't triple up this year, I'd be surprised. If you are a cigar retailer out there, you're not carrying the Perdomo 10th anniversary Maduro. You are missing the boat, my friend. Let me really, you. you should be. You should celebrate the entire 10th catalog. Don't just go with the Maduro. You should have the Sun Grown because that there's there's asses that need to be in that seat as well. And the regular champagne is a monster. It's his biggest. If you have champagne and you don't have the other two, you really need to give them a good look. They got it. But I see. I see all the pictures online of everybody that has them lined up and stuff. Mm. They look so good. Uh, together. Nobody does packaging like Perdomo. Yeah. And Vic Anderson says Perdomo should make, sell humidors because his box factory is incredible. It's, it's, a, it's a furniture store. So mm-hmm. that's why I think he either creates his own company that, that does it, which knowing Nick Perdomo, that's the way he'd go, or make it life easy for you. Just buy the guy down the street and, and you're in the, it's the only business. It's the only building you're not allowed to smoke in on the entire compound. Because you blow it up. Yeah, because you'll blow it up. <laughs> that's, <laughs> well, that's a good rule. It's a ticking time. Bob. I think Nick should, his first humidor he makes should be a Cigar Authority branded humidor. Oh, nice. And then get another ad. Today's cigars are brought Nick, to you, you send by us, Perdomo, and if then we you take them out of that, the Perdomo humidor. If you send us that, charge Barry for his. He doesn't get his for free. I was just saying one for the show. I wasn't expecting my own, were you? I'll pay for it. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, if a cigar brand was a stock and there was either buy, sell, or hold on that brand, should you buy, sell, or hold? We're going to get ourselves in trouble. Yes, we are. This buy, is sell, not, or hold. This is not a safe conversation to we're, have. We're going to do it, and we're, we're going we're gonna to not go to the safe side. Um, has it seen better days, or is it about ready to pop? Should someone buy it, hold it, or sell it? We're going to dig in. We're going to dig in deep, and we're going to dig a hole for ourselves. But we're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, 
and other times, subtle and understated, with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named a Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we're back, and we have the crystal ball out, and we're talking predictions of the future of cigar brands and the company. Welcome back. Uh, this is J.C. Newman. We didn't even mention them. 
J.C. Newman, they they the, they have their son now in, so I think they're they're on a they're in a hold position, yeah. right? Long haul, right yeah, now. Yep. yeah. Obviously, uh, longest running uh, cigar yeah. factory in the United States. They're playing a long game for sure. I don't think they ever acquired anyone. All these brands that were created, and they have a long list of what they are. I think they're all things. Did they buy that factory, or did they build the factory for their stuff in Nicaragua? It was an existing factory that they mm. bought. So that's an acquisition of sorts. Yeah, it was something, right? It was something, I believe. Huh. All right. Mm. I hate to put the cigar down, but I happen to like the next cigar we're going to smoke. So that's good. Uh, this was not in the, the best band in the land, no. but it was only beat out by its own brother. So uh, what do we have here, Barry? Today's second cigar is Diamond Crown, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by J.C. Newman. The size <laughs> they were lighting up is uh, six and seven, six and three quarters by 54, and it's a Connecticut shade wrapper, Dominican binder, and fillers from five different Caribbean and Central American countries. A single cigar set you back $20.89, while a box of 15 is $279.99, which comes out to $18.67 per cigar. It's a savings of just over $33 or 11% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-water retail that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. You know what? This is not a silky wrapper. <clears throat> This is a, um, what do they call it with all the bumps on it? Toothy, Toothy. Connecticut. That, you never see that. I, I thought you were going to say what this is not is a Robusto. No, it is not. <laughs> and it is not. All their sizes are called Robusto, but this one is not because right. it is the pyramid, right? Okay, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. What's funny is when this cigar was created in the 1990s, Stanford Newman was adamant about it becoming a 54 ring gauge. Yeah. And he was told at the time that it couldn't be done. It was too big. Yeah. And here it is now, 54. We just smoked the Perdomo. 50, 54 is like their regular size. Yeah. Very yep. uh, barnyard on the cold draw. Yep. Remember, this was made at Fuente. This was their 100th anniversary cigar. Top 1% of Fuente's crop goes into making the cigar. Yep. Yep. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Falcon. The Vertigo Falcon features a flip top, single jet lighter, easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. It's a full metal jacket, all for the low price of $9.99. That's the Vertigo Falcon. Anybody buys Vertigo, they'll raise the prices because their prices are too low. They're, hopefully, they're not listening <laughs> as a retailer. Um, but you could easily sell this for twenty bucks. Yeah, Alan no Gold. one would bat an eye. You could double the price, and nobody would bat an eye. Alan Gold listens to every episode, yeah. so you might have just put that. Yeah, into don't his head. do that, Alan. Yeah, I'm just saying you could. I'm yeah, not you, saying you should. Yeah, <laughs> which makes it all the better that your price is only ten dollars. But it's really insane, right? Ten dollars. It's insane. It is, and and that's why they only they own the industry right now. They own the, the lighter industry. I'd, I'd like to sell. We say we sell lots of Duponts and high end lighters, but it's not true. Because why would you? When if they if they didn't perform well, sure, but they perform just as good 
for ten dollars as the light it's a thousand dollars. It's just as good. All right. Um, remind you once again that uh, the things that we sang are not true. Uh, any move that happens is strictly coincidental that ends up happening. Unless it does happen, in which case he's going to say, I told you. (laughs) I I told you it was a good guess, but uh, I I know nothing, as uh, Sergeant Schultz says on uh, Hogan's Heroes. I'm uncomfortable about the direction you're going with this this hour, this buy, sell, or hold nonsense. Yeah. Why? Why are you uncomfortable? Because I don't want to say the wrong thing and piss somebody off. So you go last. And the person I want to go first is going to be the guy that does buy, sell, and hold stock. Right. I'm okay if Ed Sullivan gets shit oh, up. Oh, I thought you were going to say Barry. No, you, you're a All stock right. guy. You yeah. buy stock. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know how it works. I've talked to you about it before. Have you been buying weed stock lately? I have not. It's been doing well. I'm sure. <laughs> um, so if you were A.J. Fernandez, you were a stock, yeah. and your stock is A.J. Fernandez, would you buy that stock? If you had it, would you sell that stock? Or if you had it, would you hold the stock? So I own AJ. You, you not necessarily own it because if, if you were at a buy, you don't own it. Right. If it was a stock, you'd have to either buy it. But if you owned it, you would either hold it or sell it. All right. So I think we're at an interesting point. It's not even related to AJ. So the general view I have. Not the person now. The no, no. I mean the company. Yeah. The general view I have is that uh, holding it in the near term does not help you, right? Because it's we're going to hit all kinds of problems not related to any kind of manufacturer in terms of supply. Yeah. So I think things are at a very high value right now. So I, I'd be tempted to sell. You know, if you're going to hold, you'd have to hold through a downturn and hope for... And, that's, and I say sell, too, mm-hmm. because that's why I said he's going to sell, because right. that would be the smart move. If I own stock in it, it's just like being an owner, too. Yeah. You own a little piece, now sell it. As you know, we, we go through cycles. It's, not, it's a, not a bad thing. I'm not no. saying anything negative. We well, if through, we're, You're looking at it a negative thing. That's no, if you're, uh, be, only because of the next company, but if the... If I'm a company that is looking to acquire another company, they are ripe for the picking because I do believe that there's a lot of holes in their armor and there are a lot of things that could be done better. Mm -hmm. So if I already owned a company and I did things well like distribution, I would buy. If I'm AJ Fernandez and I've maxed out- You're you. No, that's already did the buy. So now I'm at the sell mode. So if I'm AJ Fernandez and I own the company or own stock in it, I may be at the height of what I can do. I'd sell it. So you're giving all three answers on this. You're not actually giving one answer. Yeah. You're going to give a you're devil's three advoc- friggin' questions. You no. devil's advocating you all choice. three options. You got one choice. You gave him two. No, he's no. selling. He's selling. I'm, I'm selling. selling. What are you doing, Barry? Uh, I'm holding be- just because they have their own factory. So I'm going to wait to see what happens. If they didn't have a factory, I would sell. But they do. So right. You're so I'm a hold. What are you doing? I guess I'm selling. I mean, do you understand the premise of this? No. Do you own any I thought stock? I could. <laughs> no. You told Ed Sullivan, okay, you, you, you don't own it, you could buy it, or you well, do own it and you sell it. That's two options. No, it isn't. So I gave both you opinions. Can't, you can't buy it if you don't, if you have it. So you could buy Jonathan, more. Let's look at it. Yeah, let's look at it that way. You, you want to buy more? You have some. Okay, you want to buy more? Do you buy more? Do you sell it or do you hold what you have? No, okay. I'm dumping. You're Dump selling. It. 
Dump it. You sell it at its high because you're trying to sell high, but buy low, sell high. Yeah, I bought it low. I'm selling high. Okay, so here's the one you have a problem with, so I'm going to go to you first. Great. You have a problem with it because <laughs> that's who I am. Altadis. Buy, sell, or hold. Oh, that's not the one I have a problem with. Okay. Uh, Altadis is... I got 50 of these freaking things, so can you... All right, I'll buy it. They're they're getting ready to make moves. Yeah, they're getting ready to make moves. They own their own factories. Uh, Definite buy. It's a definite buy. Yeah, I'm selling. I'm selling, too. And you're going to see that as a common theme from me. I think things are at a pretty high value right now. Yeah. Uh, There's really not a lot of upside. There's a lot of downside. I think, you know, it, it being cyclical, if you held it for a very long time, yeah, you'll probably get some value. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a, an astute investor. Yeah, I'm, I'm changing my answer to whatever Ed Sullivan says. No, don't do that either, but b- based on your information. So I, now I got to go to you first. God damn because it. Because he's going to do it. So Alec Bradley. I'm, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I Dump it. I guess <laughs> that's a, it. Sounds negative. You got to stock. You're going to sell it because you're going to try. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't think. I don't. I wouldn't have it to begin with. Well, Dave gave you some. Yeah, I, I, I gave you, you some. So I got it for free. I'm selling it. You're making this so difficult. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm very confused. Gary, 100 percent sell. Sell. Oh yeah, sell, sell it. Sell across the board on that. Toro Fuente, Barry. Sell because they should be doing a better job than they're doing right now, and and there, it seems like there's something going on behind the scenes. I'm dumping it. Yeah, sell it. Yeah, yeah, I'm selling it. I'm selling everything. <laughs> Cash it out. It. I'm <laughs> cashing out. Ashton. Oh, big sell. <laughs> Is there a difference? You have sell as regular well. sell and you have big sell. Big sell. I, I would like to go big sell on that as well. <laughs> All right. Following Ed Sullivan's lead. I'm going to get to something you're not going to end up saying. Barry Davidoff. Hold. Mm. <laughs> That's good. Because I agree with that. Really? Yes, I do. Hold on to that. Hold on to that. Something's going on there. Yeah, I'm still selling it. You're selling <laughs> it? So what are you doing? I'm with Ed Sullivan. I'd like to sell, please. And see, for me, my, my answer is an industry sort of answer, right? I think if I sell now at an attractive price, I can invest elsewhere with a lot more upside. Well, all you can do is invest in the cigar industry. So you can't take oh, that and buy Tesla. New rules. Yeah. You can't See, just he buy changes t- the rules. Once you kind of get a strategy, he's like, right. no, you can't yeah. have that strategy. I want, I want no, to- he's going to buy Tesla because he just bought one. I got a cigar question for you guys. This is something I don't know. And I've seen it asked a lot online. Right now, my ash is flowering. What causes that? I've never been able to get a definitive answer. And I'm sorry for putting you no, on the spot. I don't you, think- you would imagine uh, the bunch itself is what I would say. It flowered because of the bunch itself flowered inside. Or could it be moisture in the center of it? Mine is not. Yours is only doing not. it. So I would say the well, bunch because these are all from the same box. Yeah, Barry, if you tap that ash, you could deflower it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Tap that ash. Caldwell? Caldwell, sell. 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 The little companies, they're not getting, they're not going bigger. Really? He, he doesn't own a factory. Okay. CLE. 
Sealy, I gotta, I gotta double down on whatever I got. I'm doubling. See, well, for me, that's a gamble. Who's, it's not a gamble. It's who's Christian Aroa. Who's gonna buy who? Is Aladino gonna be absorbed into Doesn't Aroa matter. or well, vice versa? Doesn't matter. So I'm gonna hold. You're gonna hold it. I, actually, since I have to buy in the industry, that's a buy for me. See, I got the right answer. Yeah, I'm buying it too. They're gonna have better days. Crown heads, sell, sell. 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 E.P. Carrillo. That I hold on. I might because buy. There's, I'll buy a little bit. There's a buy. <laughs> yeah, I, I buy, there's, hold. There's a possibility that he sells a second time. So I, you want to hold, see what happens. I'd, I'd buy a short-term buy just because he has some legs right now. But it would, it would be a quick flip. I'd buy it. Yeah, I see. I see better days. See, I already that. had some, so that's why I'm a better investor. Christoph, um, I think you could buy into that at an attractive price, and it's got upside. So that's a buy for uh, me. Yeah, yeah, I would think right, right now it would, it would be an attractive. See, this is price. what I was supposed to happen. You see that? You, th- in other words, do you think these things are going to grow, stay the same? No, I, I think Christoph has a shot. Yep, La Aurora. Interesting one. Let get let Barry go first. Fall on the sword, Barry. You know what? They have so many other things going on. They got the Black and Miles being made at a secondary factory. They have their own factory. They make their own boxes. Uh, well, they have a company that they partnered with that makes their own boxes. Uh, I would buy right now. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold it, too, because I think they're going to be worse before they get better because they're going to have a bad year this year because they have no distribution. So I'll I'll hold on to it. I'm selling, but only to do the opposite of Barry. Okay. (laughs) That's not a... That's how I do... I manage my money. When... Ed, when a company looks like it's going to be acquired, nobody knows it, but you think that that's where it's going to go. Do you buy it? Yeah, generally. Because you got to make money, right? Generally. When they end up doing it, right. So Swisher, Drew Estate. I'm going to sell that. Yeah, I'm going to sell it just because of the way the, the, the bands are going toward, you know, even though it's infused toward flavors, I think it's a sell. I'm going to hold it because I think and plus, Philip Morris might be a... Plus they're, you know, top premium brands. They're hard to find right now, so... Because if I said to you two years ago, Nat Sherman... No, say five years ago, Nat Sherman. You should hold on to that if it was a stock because they made a billion mm-hmm. dollars. Yeah, for me, it would have been a hold or a buy just because yeah. uh, that much respect for Michael Herklaus. I'm holding. I'm holding. Toscano. <sighs> they had a lot of growth. That probably would have inflated the price. It would probably be a sell and then a rebuy when it came back down. So you're selling it. I'm holding on to Scano. I'm going to hold. I'm going to buy. Woo. I'm going to buy it. That's all that I already owned it. So I know things. We're good. <laughs> I see things. I see things. All right. Uh, I got I got a lot more of them, but um, because Jonathan dragged it on for so long. <laughs> uh, let, let's get the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Pull a tooth with a pair of pliers. Yes. Your own. Versus brand yourself with a cattle prod. In the face or I can pick the spot? Any spot. I mean, a cattle prod wouldn't brand you, you, but it'd be a hell of a shock, speaking from experience. Uh, Yeah, 
the cattle prod. Yeah, I think I'm going cattle prod on that one, actually. <sighs> man. Yeah. It'd be a one-time thing, but ouch, man. You I'll only have so many teeth. You're going to go toothless for the rest of your life? You do a back tooth or something. <laughs> no, I need all you my teeth. You ever pull a tooth out before? Yeah. Okay. Chewing uh, caramel. Do you ever get a cattle prod? No. Okay, but you picked Paddle Cried. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And uh, this message is from Ron. We'll do the picture on the next one at at Sullivan. Uh, This is Ron through the Contact Us page, and it says, The Cigar Authority, but not the TV Authority. Hmm. During one recent episode, the classic three-way, Jerry Springer was one of the subjects, and someone commented, Big fan. I think that might have been me. Uh, and someone else commented he's married to Connie Chung. That would be Dave. To which Dave enthusiastically proclaims, true. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dave, that's false. Jerry Springer was divorced in 1994, joining the club with me and Mr. J. Oh, wow. Yeah, Maury Povich is Connie Chung. He writes oh. Maury Police, which I find interesting that he didn't check his own spelling, but it is Maury Povich. <laughs> As he's making is married me, right? to Connie Chung, but don't tell him that. Thank God you guys at least get the cigar stuff correct. Huh. That's so wrong. Connie Chung was never married to... Uh, Jerry, Springer. Jerry Springer. And, and you can't say... It was, Mar- it was what? Maury Povich. Maury Povich. Are they the same person? Pretty much. Pretty much the same show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. When you take your notes as far as which email bag this is, you can't write the one that shits on Dave because there's a better one coming. All right. So, so that would be <laughs> this uh, is, Connie uh, Chung. Connie Chung. Connie Chung. Connie Chung. All right. Um, J.C. Newman. Buy, sell, or hold? Yeah, you buy. You always, you always bet on Newman. Newman? Newman, Newman. I'm, I'm going to hold it. That's a company for 125 years. It, it's a hold just because you got to see what happens with Fuente. Because a lot of their cigars are made at Fuente. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a hold. It's a hold. Tatuaje. Sell. 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 I think it's got good value right now. I don't know what the upside might be. So how about my father? Hold. They could get money for that. Yeah. They could get money for that. It's a hold. Uh, for me, it's a sell. I'm I think they've it. seen. I think they've seen their uh, heyday. So we have a hold mm. and a sell on that. Um, McAuliffe is a new guy. Buy just because of the money that's yeah they're available. Not, they're not hurting for they're money. They're not hurting for money. I'm buying. Yeah, you could probably buy cheap. I'm I'm taking some. Yeah, they got upside, right? Yeah, they got upside. Oliva, sell, sell, sell. I agree. Padrone, hold, hold. Uh, buy. I'm trying to make it go quick. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold on that too. Uh, LFD, sell, sell. <laughs> sell. They don't have reps. This is not the time to buy. So I got to sell. Lodge Teton. Sell. 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 It's a penny stock yeah, at this so. point. I tried to buy them. Boy, <laughs> things work out sometimes. I really tried to buy them. Uh, Leaf by Oscar. Hold. Sell. 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 I think that's a stock that would be in a downward trend. Foundation. I'd buy. I think I'm holding. You know what? Sorry if this is TMI. I just think he's having too many stock problems right now where I... I it's not a real stock. This is make pretend. With, uh, inventory problems. With, yeah, sell <laughs> just because of the inventory issues. I lean towards sell, too, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. These little guys are going to have a hard time. 
HVC. I'm buying. I'm buying. They're hot right now. They are hot. They're, they're so hot, it's like hotcakes. <laughs> That's what's happening. Illusion. So. Uh, buy, because he had issues, I think, with his previous factory, and now turning the corner, he made it Aganorsa. So I think the I stock. I thought they were always with Aganorsa. No. Yes. No, they were. Uh, who was the company that Alec Bradley makes their cigars at the factory? Yeah, yeah. I, it, for the longest time, it was there. Really? Yeah. Oh, that was a long, long time yeah, ago. And then. I'd buy because I think they've turned the corner finally. Mm. Looks like they're starting to get some action. I don't mm. know. I, I'm. I got to say, hold then because I'm in between. You, what did you say? Sell it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you think of uh, Diamond Crown Number Seven? I still got some more to go. Incredible sweetness coming from a cigar that has a shade wrapper on it, which for me typically presents on the bitter spectrum. This has a lot of uh, underlying sweetness, and I have to imagine it's because of the ring gauge giving that boost of flavor from all that filler. It's very good. You know this is a go-to for me anyway. This is the type of cigar I like. It's very mild. Yeah, For you, way too mild. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a two. No, it's not a two. Oh, get them. <laughs> but it's not It's not a five either. Mm. So it's a three and a half. <laughs> he just, he's the one who has to make a different no. thing than us. Yeah. No, because there's, there's flavor to it. It's not a two. A two sounds very negative. I don't think it sounds negative at all. No, like a mild have- cigar. Here, have this two. It's great. You're going to love it. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, the, last, the last of the buy, sell, and holds... Two more letters in the mailbag and a lot more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars and the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from The Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. 
available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority. And we are back. We're smoking the Diamond Crown number seven. It's the Pyramid. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, J.C. Newman Factory, I believe, is open now to the public to go there and see the museum. I'm dying to do it. I just need a couple of vaccine shots, Mm. and I'm going down. Uh, a lot going on in that Tampa area, um, and I haven't been uh, traveling in over a year now. I'm, I'm, I've had it. That's enough for me. You, you know, maybe we need a Cigar Authority road trip. Road trip. Once yeah. we pass N- this. Nicaragua Perdomo Factory. Bring Absolutely. on 12 of our listeners or whatever the number could be. Yeah. We're going to do that. Yeah. Well, I 20, want so- 2022. January. I want something before that. I'm sick of just sitting in this studio all, all right. the time. Let's, let's do the J.C. Newman thing. Yeah. J.C. Newman tour. Why not? A lot of things in Tampa we can see. It's close enough. We could just drive down. No, God, no. I did that drive once. Never again. Yeah. Actually, I did it twice. Once there, once back. Dave, you got that giant space capsule of a cigar. Can't that time travel or or car? Can't that time travel? I wonder about that. Of that car, I got to find up how to plug it in. Each um, time. No, I think if you plan the route, it will figure that out for you where you have to stop to charge. Okay. I don't right. know. We'll look at it. Now that you have one, you're going to tell me all these yeah. things oh, that the car can do. With yeah. I think it can fly. I'll let you know. You know what he did is he sat in the parking lot because he got here before the rest of us and he sat there and went through some of the training stuff mm-hmm. to learn his car. Well, you still haven't done it yet. Already, he says. I know what I'm going to do every morning because it pops up on my screen and tells me what to do. 
and I grab my little book, my <laughs> book that has it. And he goes, "Yeah, it doesn't work. On you can't look yeah. at your calendar book, right? No, you can't. It can't read your book. It has to get it from your online calendar. Can, yeah, it, it can get my online calendar, but it comes up empty. Well, just have your wife put like a sticky note on the screen. All right, for you. <laughs> all right, that'll be good. See, it says what I'm supposed to do every day. So awesome. Um, all right, buy, sell, hold. Hoy the Nicaragua. Hold, hold. Yeah, that's a hold. They're hot right now, right? That factory's hot as can be. Uh, Placencia. Hold, buy. You'd buy it. I'm actually selling that one. Oh, buy, hold, buy, sell. We're all over the board. Uh, what would I do with that? Um, Placencia is a boy. They they're ripe for the picking. If somebody ever wanted that, one of those big guys could buy they got, it. Pl- they're they're a big guy. They got plenty of tobacco, plenty of farms. Yeah, I gotta hold it. I gotta hold <clears throat> it because I could make some money on that. <laughs> Jose Dominguez. Jose. Jose Dominguez. I think you buy massive production. They could sell for a lot of money. Yeah. I hold because the Dominican Republic had a lot more restrictions than some other countries. So I think any slowdowns they had will be in the past and it'll go up. So it's a hold. I think selling now, you'd be throwing away money that will become on the table. Yeah. Barry's right. All right. I agree 100% with Barry. All right. Hold is the answer. Perdomo. Perdomo is buy, buy, and buy, buy. Yeah. I told him if you were a stock, I would buy you. That's what I said to him. Absolutely buy. He's hot. Casada. Sell. It, it's right now. It would have to be pennies for the dollar. Yeah, it's, you know, it's maybe, at its worst. You're not supposed to buy a stock when it's it's down. But can yeah. it make a comeback? I, I wouldn't have invested much in that to start with. Mm-hmm. So I'll just hold and hope for the best. Yeah, I'm going to get out of it. I'm going to hold because I think it would be selling at the lowest right now. Yeah, it is. It is. Can't go much lower. You're right. I'm changing mine to a hold. I I tend to do that when something ends up tanking. Yeah. And then I get out of it, and then it makes a comeback. Sometimes you could take the loss, though, and offset. Write it off on your taxes. Just a write-off. Just write it off. (laughs) Rocky Patel. Uh... Buy. Rocky's a hold for me. I'm buying it. Yeah, yeah I'm buying Rocky. Yeah. Roma Craft. I'll hold it. Yeah, Roma Craft's a hold. <clears throat> so, yeah, I would actually sell. I think they're at the height. I think they're going to have a little bit of a slowdown, and then I would rebuy at that point. But I think sell high. Well, right they, now. they can't go up because you're only going to make a million cigars. He's not going to do anything. I got to get out mm-hmm. because there's no upside here at this point. As, as a stockholder, he's going to make. His money, and he's going to do great and stuff, but I got to sell. Uh, room 101. Sell. Sell? Sell. Yeah. Not buy to begin with? Southern draw? There's somebody we didn't bring up. I think he's acquisition, too, by the way. Yep. I think somebody yeah. buys him. Yeah, Who makes that cigar? A.J. Fernandez. Yeah. Um, I would hold that one. So that goes to distribution. of That cigar goes to... Altadas or General. It goes to that um, foundation, not foundation, uh, forged. forged. Mm. That's a sell. Yeah, I'd sell them because you don't know if AJ is sold, if they're going to yeah. break up that relationship. Yeah. And uh, last one, Miami Cigar. Wait a minute. S- that can't be the last one. 
Well, who else you got? Uh, the last one the, I have on my list. Well, the chat room wants to know about Dunbarton. Ah. <laughs> Dunbarton, believe it or not, to me. Is a buy for me. So, again, if something is going to be sold, you'd buy it now. I got to buy it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a buy. I got to buy it because that's acquisition possibilities e- all over it. Either way, you know, Steve could definitely still expand that over time. Who buys yeah. Who buys Dunbarton? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Well, why not his friends? Who's his friends? Well, his friends now are Swisher. Swisher is the one. <laughs> Drew Estate. Because he's eating their lunch as far mm-hmm. as the, the Liga Pavada. Yeah. Uh, Destroyed the market fit. share. Yeah. He's, yeah. The, he's, the, he's ripe. He's, making, ripe the, he's making the better product for sure. Yeah, it's, if they're going to acquire somebody, they, they're going to do Miami Cigar, in soccer. Yeah, I mean, it's a natural, assuming he wants to sell. You right. never know with him. Yeah, so I would buy him yeah. because he has, the, he has the best shot that people are going to want him. You're, telling, you're talking about a small company, five years old, so they're going to be able to buy cheap. Mm. If, every year they wait is the price goes go up. way, way up. So you buy it now, and mm. it's low. You buy it five years ago. But who the hell knew? Miami Cigar, I would have sold in early December and hmm. bought a metric shit ton of Nesta Miranda special selections. <laughs> it's uh, It's got to be time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. Okay, let's get to it. Don Raphael Offer of the Day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Um, 500 bucks. Eat mashed potatoes that were peeled with somebody's teeth. You like the you like the skin on five hundred bucks. I'm in. Well, this one doesn't have any skin, but all the skin was taken off with somebody's teeth. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in, and then I take the five hundred dollars and buy Perdomo stock. Yeah, Uh, that's fine. It's boiled mashed potatoes with somebody that skinned it with their teeth. Yeah, yeah. Because you're boiling them. Yeah, you you boil it after. Yeah, it's fine. No way. That's gross, man. You got to be kidding me. In today's day, with all the COVID and all this. Listen. I was never a. I'm uh, immune, so that doesn't yes, work. You are. <laughs> These guys are eating mashed potatoes. Five hundred bucks, mashed potatoes. You're not at full immunity yet. Till Ed two Sullivan. Weeks. The, two the weeks. big thing about this is Ed Sullivan finally said yes to something, and you're arguing with him and not <laughs> highlighting I would, I the would fact. I think of all times that it's boiled. Ed, that everybody's into this hygiene thing. That you know. Yeah, you boil things to to make it so that there's no germs on it. Yeah. Okay. It was in the dirt, right? It was yeah, in it's the dirt fine. To begin with the. It's time for... By the way, Tom Criswell said Chef Boy ID would buy soccer just for his meatballs. Ah. Ah. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Uh, it's time for the Trinidad best email of the no, week. No, it isn't. You're on number two. Yeah, I didn't do it on the first oh, one because right. I wasn't ready. Ah. I told Ed Sullivan we we're going to do it on the second one, so he was he's ready now. It's brought to you by Trinidad Cigars, and this week's prize is a flag, a wireless speaker, a hat, and a deflated soccer ball, but it will inflate. And this the is the last week for these prizes. Uh, there might be one more. Oh, after really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So uh, Raul writes, how much time do you give a cigar? I'm relatively new to cigar smoking, and I'm wondering, how long do you smoke a bad cigar? Let's say you light up a cigar and you don't like it after a few minutes. Do you toss it or no. keep smoking it, hoping it might get better? If you keep smoking it, how long are you willing to give it? I can say from my own limited experience, I have lit up a cigar and didn't like it, at first, but after five or ten minutes, it changed, and I got accustomed to it. After that, it was enjoyable. I've also lit a cigar that was not good, 
and it sucked the entire time, and I regretted not tossing it. Also, have you ever had the opposite happen? You light a cigar and it's good, but it turns to shit after a few minutes. Your thoughts, signed Raul. Yes and yes. All these things have happened. You have to give it a chance to see it. Honduran tobacco is probably yeah. the worst one. It has a bite for about 10 minutes, so you've got to get past that. And then typically they sweeten up and they get better. I made a decision at one point that, you know, I only have so many cigars left in my life. I don't know what that number is, but I'm not going beyond a third of something. Correct. A third's enough. Yeah, if it's something bad, I'll put it down. I'll cleanse my palate and I'll come back to it just in case it was caused by something I ate. Yeah. And then I'll give it a third before moving on to something else. The worst cigar you smoke, and you've had a cigar this week. You said, oh, my God, I had a cigar that wasn't good. Mm. And we'll leave that. Well, we as buyers yeah. is di- are different. Mm-hmm. We smoke the whole thing because we got to know there there may be but something the, for the, with the cigars. It could bad, be someone for him. You give it a third, no matter what, right? At least a third. Yeah. Unless, I think so. Unless some crazy foul thing that. It's never I mean, I've probably done it at a quarter, but normally yeah. I'll try. Yeah. You know, and it depends on what bad. Means, but I'm not going right? to suffer through. I'm like you. I'm not going to suffer through. No. An hour-long thing of no. it was terrible in the first light. Here we are. First well, you're not even going to eat mashed potatoes to- peeled by someone's teeth. So you're but if I ever did that and I got rid of it, I would wait a, like a month or two when Maybe I know, depending on the cigar shop, make sure it's another right. box yeah. and then try it again. That goes for bad flavor, bad construction. I just won't put up with it all. All right. So Raul gives us a question. And that's the best email of the week. Uh, this, I think, is going to be the best. This All is the right. one that gets my vote because uh, its subject line f- is thoughts from the dictionary. Hmm. And this is written from the perspective of the dictionary hmm. to Dave. Dave, in the spirit of breaking balls, I've got some stuff I need to get off my chest. Keep in mind, this is the dictionary talking to you. It's very freaking obvious that you don't give a shit about me nor the good I've done for society for like the past freaking 500 years. I started out back in the day with Eurotrash long before I even made it to the good old US of A. So I can help those pompous assholes. I got a shot with you. I'll admit it, the so-called educated dicks add shit to me all the time, and I'm a bit of a fat ass now. But hey, you can relate to that, am I right? I don't have a sweet, creamy-filled center, so I can see why you don't, you haven't given a shit about me for pretty much your whole life. Some smart college smuck even made a dummy version of me called Google. You just type in a word you're about to shit all over, hit enter, and this Google guy will even pronounce it the right way. It's freaking amazing. I've got like 400 versions of me, even ones for people like you, so there's got to be one you can relate to. English for Italians, for example. The options are endless. You do. I do love listening to you guys, though. It gets pretty boring just sitting here on the wooden shelf all the freaking time. And I'd love to try a cigar, but I can't because I'd ignite and die. But other than that, it's all good. Stay toasty. Dave, sincerely, The Dictionary. You would think The Dictionary would have a better vocabulary. <laughs> I think he dumbed it down for us. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the dictionary called you a fat ass, I think. A cream-filled donut. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of negative stuff in there. Yeah, so it's got my vote. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan loves it. This I think too. it's funny. Yeah, I like number two best. Hmm? Number two. Yeah. And I like number one, Connie Chung. 
the best. Mm. He found something that was there. Number two was just a question. All right, so it's finalized. The dictionary, just send me your uh, address, and we're going to get you out a prize pack. Not giving you the vote, dictionary guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, dictionary does start with dick. Right. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. All right, so we got we took care of everybody uh, as far as we could to buy, sell, and holds. I just went through a bunch of names I could recall. Um, so let's get to the Classic 3-Way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut <coughs> is light and smooth. The classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 <laughs> and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Hey, Dave, Charlie Patera says you need a hug. Yes. <laughs> Beat on Dave. Dave. Ed Sullivan is our champion from last week. He kicked some butt, if you recall. I think it was like a thousand to nothing yeah, or something. Yeah, it was crazy. There were that many questions. There were a lot. I got five questions and one tiebreaker today, February 27th. I'm going to start with a music question for you. All so, right. Once so again, a, he's so it's a slam stacking dunk. the deck. I don't think so. Slam Dini. Ludwig van Beethoven's Eighth Symphony in F premieres today. I have no idea when I that know. dude even lived. Yep. So I, it's not a slam dunk, but it is music. Uh, if I'm over, I'm going to be bullshit. 1754. 1754. 1647. 1647. And I'm way over. 1841. 1841. If you ended up putting the four in one backwards, you would have got two points because it was 1814. So you're over. 1754 will take the point, Mr. Ed Sullivan. Whoa. Ed Sullivan. Because well, it's, it's music. It, it was a music question. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan, People Magazine. Begin sales for the first time today. People Magazine. Is it still in business? I don't know. Mm. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, Barry's Googling it over there. Uh, no, 1978. I, I just got a word pad. I give my pen back every week. I didn't get one. So 1973. Oh, 73. I, I'm kind of fucked because I had 72. 72. 73. 73 will take it at 74. Oof. So Barry gets it. <clears throat> See, if I wanted to cheat, I would have gone 74 instead he, of... He did, he did what he wrote, and that's that. Ed Sullivan. It's another uh, music kind of music This question. one's to Barry anyways. Oh, all right. 22nd Grammy Award, Song of the Year, was Kenny Loggins, What a Fool Believes. Best album was Billy Joel, 52nd Street. The Grammys happened today. They won the awards. What year was it? 75. 75. 1978. 78. 84. 84 is over. 78. It was 80. 78, mm. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan, two. Barry, one. Mr. Jonathan. Goose, Goose egg. egg. We got two more to go. We're over to back to Back Ed. to me. Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder recorded the single oh, Ebony and Ivory. One of the Ivory. worst songs ever. Ebony and Ivory. Oh, it's horrible. 
Uh, I award Ed Sullivan a point for saying that song is horrible because <laughs> it's, it's horrible. Live together in perfect harmony, side by side. Come on, you know it. You love it. Yeah, we all know it. It's terrible. It seems like it's always been there tormenting me. I, I'd say 1982. 82, he says. I think it's 1980. 80. S- sorry, Ed. 1983. Oh, 83. Fucker. 83 is over, 82 is over. It was 81, so Mr. Jonathan gets the point of 80. I'm in the game. You're in the game. We've got one question left in the tiebreaker if we need it. We have Ed Sullivan with two, Mr. Jonathan with one, Barry with one. It's very close. Very close. Over to Mr. Jonathan. American Film Production Company, Happy Madison Productions, is founded by Adam Sandler today. <sighs> what year? You know all those movies. When were those things? Right, but he could have founded it well in advance. I'm backing I'm backing out one year. I'm going half a Barron's on this. 1987. 87. 88. 88. I went 82 on that. 82. It was 96. Hmm. So 88 will take it. And we're tied, which and means Mr. Jonathan. I'm still in the game. So is Barry. Barry and Ed Sullivan are tied up. Two to two. I've that, got one. Barry's going to need two to win. But he could tie. No, one to win. One We're to tie, win. two to one two. Jonathan needs two to win. Next, next the, math, the math book oh, is going to call and uh, write an email. Yeah. I thought that last one was Mr. Jonathan, but it was Barry. So Barry, two. Ed Sullivan, two. Mr. Jonathan, one. And it's over to Mr. Jonathan. It's over to Barry Stein. <laughs> it's over to Barry Stein. The first ever appearance of Pokemon in a role-playing video game, Pocket Monsters Red and Green. For a Game Boy in Japan happened today. The first appearance of Pokemon in a role-playing video game, Pocket Monster Red and Green, for the Game Boy in Japan happened today. 91. 91. 2002. 2002. 1992 for two points. 92 for one point. We have a three-way tie. It was 1996. So... That means I'm the winner. The other champion still. Thanks, Jonathan. Three-way tie. Three-way tie. Not bad. As the Diamond Crown number seven is, uh, I have a box in my humidor because I like this. It's a very flavorful, mild cigar. Yeah. A lot of flavor. It is a lot of flavor. It's a high-end cigar. Solid two on strength. It's a big cigar. I'm with Barry. Solid two. I'm with Barry. It's a two. You're not going to smoke this in... You could not eat for three days and rip on this thing, and you're not going to get sick to your stomach. Yeah, you could go on a fast and still smoke. And literally... Then I like super mild cigars. You do? Really? (laughs) This is news to you? Are you finally coming out of the closet with this one? Dave Garofalo said it today. You heard it here first. He really likes mild cigars. We didn't know that about him. I think at number two... Is very super mild. Yeah. Which this this is. is. Super mild. Super mild. Doesn't lack in flavor. Just super mild. I still have people calling on the regular from mail order. Dave said it's too strong. That's for me. I'll take a box. Oh, yeah. Those people are not buying this Diamond Crown. No. Maximus, on the other hand, they'd like that. Well, they can get it in the pack because that's that's in the... uh, Best pack that they can find the, uh, the best, best bands. bands in the land. But this is a, a tuxedo cigar. You know, you're at a mm. fancy event wearing a tuxedo. This is what you're going to smoke. A little champagne with it. Yep. Could I wear a tuxedo t-shirt? 
Sure. <laughs> that kind of says that. Well, have, then you have a Bud Light yeah. fancy, <laughs> but you also came to party. Then you would smoke the Maduro version of Diamond Crown Maduro, regular Diamond Crown Maduro. Diamond Crown Maximus. No, there's a regular. Oh, yes, yeah. the Maduro. Yeah, it's not, my, it's, that, not, it's not my thing. No, but that goes with the T-shirt. Maximus isn't either, but you know I like the... Um, Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. Especially that 1895 which, Perfecto. Which you would call what? Medium. Four. Yeah. Five, maybe. Okay. If that's a five, this has to be a two. If that's a five, this has to be a... Yeah, three. Mm. <laughs> Three and a half. Uh, what's coming up on the after show, Dave? What is coming up on the after show? Jules wrote into us for the after yes, show. Yes, oh. we, we, So Jules, don't miss it. Yep, he didn't make the cut. He or she, we don't yeah, know what the gender is. Email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jules could be anything. Uh, we'll figure that out. But uh, yeah, he wrote about uh, his. They wrote about <laughs> their inability to get uh, Didn't you younger learn smokers. From Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, younger people to smoke Mr. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. That's it. So um, next week we're going first class because there's going to be plenty of room on the stage. We can I might, spread out. I might I can, lay down. Yeah, I might lay down. Barry's not going to be here. Plenty of room, and uh, we got surprise planned. Uh, Irish cow bomb style, right? Some drinking, some partying, no Barry. Some Guinness, Jameson, and uh, Bellies. Yeah, we'll do it up. We're going to do it up. The Irish cow bomb. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something this week. If you did, it we made it up anyways. We made it but, up. You uh, learned nothing. That makes you the Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.